Welcome back to the Be Ahead podcast by Train Red. My name is Kim Terstegen. I'm part of the Train Red team and I'm host of this podcast. I'm a sports enthusiast. I started my fitness journey after losing a lot of weight and I got very interested in fitness and health. I'm also a content creator. You can find me at Kim Terstegen across all platforms and I also have my very own podcast. I'm here with my co-host Jeroen. Hi, my name is Jeroen Molinger. I'm lead clinical exercise physiologist at Duke at the Human Pharmacology and Physiology Lab, research program director of the lab, and also research program director of Duke Heart Transmetrology in the cath lab. My main focus in the research we do here at Duke is all related to assessing muscle physiology and cardiorespiratory function. Okay, Jeroen, today we're going to talk about NIRS, what it is, what it does, what you can measure with it, and also if there's any relation between NIRS and performance, recovery, and sports in general. Uh, so can you tell me a little bit more about what NIRS is exactly? Right. Uh, NIRS, where it stands for, is Near Infrared Spectroscopy. So it's a way of measuring the oxygenation or deoxygenation of tissue like muscle uh, with uses of light. It's an optical tool where we're measuring the amount of oxygen being binded or being used in a muscle. This is a kind of an interesting way of looking at a muscle where you normally would only look at how fast you can run or how much power output you have on the bike. Uh, it's interesting to see how the specific muscle is responding to your exercise or your test. Have a better understanding about um, the muscle physiology but also the muscle performance and when you have a nearest device like a sensor on every single muscle of interest that you have you can even use multiple sensors to have a better understanding about which muscle is uh, is potentially limiting or is responding well that can be used for for training purposes of even doing a, uh, a match or when you have a specific goal where you really want to know for sure you're responding well on your uh, on your exercises Okay, so put it in short, NIRS is like infrared light and you can use it to shine light on your muscles and get a better understanding of how your muscles work exactly during training, during a match, just exactly. all throughout. Okay. Exactly. And I think I think there people will know, um, mainly also due to COVID, that the measurement of saturation, which you can do with SpO2, currently with, with devices like the Fitbit and the Garmin, is kind of the same technology. We You're measuring the saturation of of tissue, uh, we do with a with a Fitbit or an Apple Watch, for instance. That's saturation from the from the skin, the upper skin. On the nearest is far more powerful because the um, the power of the light is far higher, so it can go much deeper into tissue, and that's the reason why we're measuring uh, not the skin, but we're really measuring inside the muscle itself. Okay, so nearest is actually. Pretty common. No, no, sorry. No, 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 no. Not NIRS is common. SPO2 is common. For instance, during COVID, uh, a lot of people were measuring their saturation with a finger clip or with an Apple Watch or a Nonin. That's the SPO2 number that gives the amount of oxygen that's inside your blood. That, that's your circulating blood. That's not your muscle. And what NIRS does is, uh, is having a better understanding or better way with the usage of uh, far more powerful LEDs, light, which can shine not only through the, the skin, but even through the skin into the muscle. And then you have a way of assessing the same kind of metric like SPO2 within inside a muscle. Okay, so it's like a, a very like advanced way of, of knowing the, uh, the number. Yeah, and also of course dynamically because you can do exercise you can move around and still have that that sensor on your on your leg or 
on your arm or whatever you are interested in uh, assessing the, uh, the the muscle activation. Yeah. Going in a little bit more about what you can measure exactly with NIRS. Can you tell me about like you're talking about the the saturation, but can you explain in like a very simple way to people that are not really known with the technique, like what it does exactly and and what it says about your body? Right. So kind of a, a, a going a little bit back to the basic physiology, but. When we have a muscle which is being used, there uh, is a demand. And when there's a demand of a muscle, we get a lot of blood going through that muscle. So when you put a light on a muscle with flow of blood, because there is a demand of, uh, of oxygen, then when you're having a, a hemoglobin molecule, and a hemoglobin molecule is, you can kind of compare with a, with a truck. So we have a truck that come, 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 goes from the lung to the muscle, and that truck can carry the O2 molecule and that molecule comes from the truck all the way to the muscle and the truck releases that molecule and has been used at the, at the level of the muscle. But if you see a hemoglobin being with so we a truck with O2, like hemoglobin with O2 or a hemoglobin without O2, that will give a different kind of um, a number when you put light on it. So NIRS is able to differentiate between a hemoglobin molecule which is loaded with an oxygen or hemoglobin without oxygen. And if you know those two, you know, if you're using the muscle, then it will using more oxygen molecules. So it end up with having less hemoglobins with oxygen. So you can see the amount of uh, uh, uses what you do. So the saturation will then decrease or when you do nothing, you keep your saturation high. Looking at the kind of the dynamics, how easy is the muscle or how fast can the muscle respond to, to exercise, um, um, which, is, which is interesting. And also because it is such a non-invasive, we call it a point of care or a sensor that can be used anywhere else, not in a hospital or whatever, where you can use it in, on, on, on doing your, your specific exercises in the gym or on the track and field or on outside. You can use it on different, different muscle groups. So it's interesting to have a better understanding about how your muscles, and even looking at, there's also an interesting part is, if you're looking at your muscle of the leg, which of course is the, the first muscle you think of, just looking at your left and your right, there is no, there's always be a kind of a dominant way of your muscle on your left and right that show your that one leg is doing a little bit better than the other one. And if you know that, potentially you can even train the other one with the sensors itself to see uh, if there's any response or maybe using a specific number to uh, to train the other leg that can potentially be of uh, less efficient. Okay, that's very interesting. Also, tracking back a little. I don't know if everybody knows what exactly a hemoglobin is. So can you right. explain that a little bit more for those who don't know? Sure, sure. Hemoglobin is the H, the heme, so it's a heme, our iron in our body. It's, it's a little bit more complex, but you can, can, we already know when you have less iron in your body, you can be fatigued and all. So the hemoglobin molecule is a interesting, it's called a protein. And that's our truck for carrying oxygen throughout our system throughout our organs, like the brain, the, the heart, the gut, the kidney and all, but also the one that will bind CO2. And then from the organ, like the brain, like the heart and the gut, goes back to the lung again, and then releases the CO2, so you can breathe CO2 out. So it's the, I always call it the kind of a, it's the, 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 the transport company of your oxygen and your CO2 inside your body. It brings CO2 to the, to the system, to the organs that needs the CO2 from the organs back to the lungs to, to breathe it out. Okay, so the hemoglobin is like the truck and then the oxygen, like it either has it or it 
it doesn't and then the nears can actually measure how much the truck is taking exactly so can you tell me a little bit more about what this number really tells you about health so you can measure with a nearest device like the one from train red but what does it say about health does it say anything at all um i think it, it is it is not an instant metric of health it's more how you can see how your muscle is responding to specific exercises we're testing one of the other podcasts where we go more in the nitty-gritty of of fitness and health but kind of some some preview in how we envision health and fitness is that i think it's almost a no-brainer everyone knows if you train well and exercise well being well nourished and, and do your nutrition and do you sleep well that's kind of the definition of being fit and being healthy right um, if you're looking at how do you test the health or the fitness of someone it's it's all about the ability to um to be in a, in, in a intensity of exercise and we know that exercise and being able to exercise is um, a combination of two or three organ systems like the heart, the lungs and the muscle. So all those three somehow communicate with each other and those communications should be very well organized, very well orchestrated. And if one of those three is somehow being limited, then you have an overall limiting system. The way of looking at the muscle is that we see that the muscle is predominantly the non-athletes. So the, the people that just everyone else that I think does do their, their day by day exercise in a gym or uh, running outside. Those are mainly limited by the muscle with the inability to use oxygen very efficiently. I think an interesting approach is, and I think everyone knows when you do your running outside, you see that if you just compare how people run, their way of how they how fast they go, how they move their arms, how they move their knees or how, how they go. So the whole kind of stride is completely different. And that stride defines your efficiency. And the efficiency is based on how good or how inefficient you use your muscle. And now with knees, you have potentially the way of looking at also the left and right to see is one muscle having more, um, yeah, not more issues, but have a, does it have more effort than the other one? Potentially based on your on your style and your stride and your, your technique of running. Nears doesn't really say much about health directly. It does indirectly, but it does say more about your fitness level and how fit you are. Exactly, exactly. If you can, and I think it's, it's a metric that is easily being used when you're not in an ad hoc moment. So I think when you just put Nears device on, on your leg and you see a number like saturation or so, it's more about the kinetics. So how fast can it go up and how fast it can go down? And our current, our main interest is even um, the dynamics of when you do exercise and do an active recovery and do exercise again is that the main metric i think is most interesting is how fast can you recover so how fast can you recover from a sprint or whatever and you go back again to your normal values okay so i think that is it for today's episode i found it very interesting so thank you for being here Jeroen. for the next episode we will talk about how to use a near sensor with sports i have a lot of fun questions about fitness but we also talk about endurance training and then in a later episode we will also get into depth about what being fit actually means and how you can improve um so yeah if you guys are interested in this then definitely subscribe to the podcast and again thank you Jeroen, for being here thanks for having me yeah no thanks for having me and uh, i'm looking forward for the next one yeah Thank you for listening to today's episode. You can find us across all social medias at train.red.
We hope to see you here next time and don't forget to follow this podcast so you don't miss out any of the next episodes. If you are interested in muscle oxygen sensor, the Train Red Fire, go to our website, train.red. The link is also in the description.